Hello, beautiful people. As always, we are here to brighten your day, make you smile, and hopefully teach you something new about a country in Africa. Today, we're sending you greetings from Malawi in Southeast Africa. And from Malawi comes a proverb, one does not make a shield in the battlefield. In other words, in anything that you want to do, be prepared. Because, you know, start making the shield in the battlefield and the enemy will be like, seriously, right before he throws the spear at you, it's just going to be awkward. Yeah, it will end in premium tears. <laughs> anyway, so apart from that morbid picture, here's hoping we can brighten your day with our feature dish. From Malawi, we tried out Masamba Utendera. It is a vegetable and peanut stew. But before we get to the food, here's a little bit about Malawi. The Republic of Malawi is a landlocked country and is bordered by Tanzania, Mozambique, and Zambia. Is it Tanzania or Tanzania? Mm, I guess it depends who is pronouncing it, but I call it Tanzania. Okay. Malawi has a population of about 19.5 million and the capital city is Lilongwe. It was a British colony from the late 19th century until 1964 when it became independent. The official language is English, but Chichewa is the unofficial national language. In public elementary schools, Chichewa is actually the language of instruction. Apart from English and Chichewa, several other languages are spoken, including Chianja, Chiao, and Chitumbuka. That's a lot of cheese. Uh-huh. So, like many African countries, Malawi has a variety of street food and talk shops. And it's easy to find places that sell meat pies, sausage rolls, and bunny chows. What is a bunny chow, you might ask? Well, a bunny chow is a curry in hollowed out loaf of bread. In fact, let me make it clearer. You basically dig a hole in bread, scoop a chunk of it out, and then replace it with curry. Thank you. I was just about to say hollowed out what? Dig the, <laughs> dig the bread and pour curry inside. Yes. Let everyone understand what yes. we're talking about. I'm talking about hollowed out it's loaf actually, of bread. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> we're just trying to make it sound proper okay. instead of just saying just dig it, you know. <laughs> anyway, bunny's chows are original South African, but they are also common in Malawi. Tea is also a big part of the culture. Even though Malawi is landlocked, it has a lot of rivers and fish mm-hmm. is a significant part of the cuisine, mm-hmm. especially a kind of tilapia fish called chambo. There's also mpasa, which is similar to salmon, and usipa, which is similar to sardine. So if you listen to our previous episodes, you might remember that we talked about kachumbari when we were in Kenya. Well, guess what? Malawi, you can also find kachumbari, which is a tomato and onion salad. There's also rice pala, which is a breakfast porridge made from rice, sugar, and a little butter. Pala la mgewa is another porridge that you eat with sugar and milk, but it is made with corn. There's ziwala, which is fried grasshopper with tomatoes and onions. You can find waliwasamaki. And this is salmon with vermicelli and vegetables. If you <laughs> want something sweet, you can try some ntochi. Um, it is a banana bread and you can also have some mandazi. Mandazi is East African and we talked about it in our coffee and donut special from last season. So go listen to that if you have not already. There is also umbatata, which is a biscuit made with potato and cinnamon. Now, if you're in the mood for something boozy... You can try Chibuku, and it is a commercial beer made from fermented maize. Mm-hmm. I found that interesting. So I was looking up um, Chibuku, and it made reference to a drink in South Africa called Unkomboti. 
And I was very excited because even though I've never tried Unkomboti, there's a song called Unkomboti that I've always liked. You know, mm-hmm. so every time I hear that, because when I was a kid, there's a story title that my grandma used to give me one naira every time I danced to Unkomboti. Wow. It was money at the time. I mean, you could have charged more. Oh, actually, no. I think maybe the amount was commensurate with your dancing skills. I can see no, that. No, one naira was a thing when I was a kid, like four years old. It was a whole note. Huh? Yeah, I can see that the amount is commensurate with your dancing skills. Moving on. Let's talk about uh, food that we actually did try from Malawi. Masamba Otendera is a peanut and vegetable soup. It kind of looks like spinach dip, but mm-hmm. it's more. it has more vegetable than you would find in your typical spinach yeah. dip. Um, and it also has chunks of tomatoes in it. The vegetable that you typically use is called a rape vegetable, which is related to the mustard plant family. Um, another name for it is Impiru in Chichewa. I think the language that, I think Impiru is Chichewa for this particular vegetable. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from the plant that you get rapeseed oil from. Okay. Now, if you don't have that, the recipe that we use suggested that you use kale as a substitute. And so we used fresh kale. What you need to make this is your green vegetable, ground peanut powder, local name is Nsinjiro, um, fresh tomatoes, about two fresh tomatoes, depending on the size of what you're making. The amount we made can probably feed like three people, I think. You have your tomatoes, your vegetable, your insinjiro, salt, pepper, and some water. This is a very easy meal to make. It's done in about 15 minutes. You put some water on the fire, maybe like a cup full of water with some salt. You boil it for about two minutes and you have your chopped washed vegetables. You add that in about three minutes allow it to steam so obviously being a green fresh vegetable when you steam it it's gonna um, shrink down once that's done you add your chopped tomatoes and your insinjiro your salt and pepper to taste cook for about two to three about four minutes actually four five minutes and then you continue to stir until you get the consistency that you want and it's done Hmm. people typically will eat this with Ugali, sorry, with Nsima. Nsima is kind of like Ugali, which is a maize meal flour um, dough-looking thing. Thing? Really? <laughs> okay. People eat things? What I'm trying to say is it looks like fufu. If we've described fufu to you before, which it's is like, like a, a dough. dough. It looks yeah. like a dough, but white. doesn't... Yeah, it's white. It's round, typically. It's smooth. It looks like dough. It is not dough. Nsima is also not fufu because fufu is made from cassava and plantain and yam. And nsima is made from maize meal flour. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have any maize meal flour, but I did have regular maize meal from before. And this is more coarse. So it hasn't been ground into a flour like the way nsima has been ground. And so being the budget friendly and cheap people that we are and also lazy, That's true. we just that is ate true. it. <laughs> We just served it with a side of maize meal. So it kind of like, if you're familiar sorry, with Southern African food, we're looking at something with the consistency of South African pap. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't quite as smooth as your enzima, but it was still the same product, just a different consistency. Um, when I first saw the ingredients for this, off the bat, I was not very excited or enthusiastic. It was vegetable, peanut powder, and... Um, tomatoes and in as much as i love 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 peanut butter i'm not a fan of not a big fan of peanuts themselves so peanut butter yes peanuts not so much 
Um, and also with our past experiences with peanut flavored dishes, whether it was peanut and okra, or peanut and peanut butter, and I think sweet potato at some point, I wasn't very big on those either. There was also not a lot of spice or seasoning, so I was very concerned. But I was like, well, you know, this is a 15 minute dish. I'm not going to have high expectations. That said, it was a pleasant surprise for me. I didn't love, love, love the dish, but I, mm-hmm. I could eat it. I actually didn't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we said, it kind of looks like spinach dip. So if you're not familiar with that, what you're looking at is something that looks kind of creamy. Because imagine a thickened peanut sauce that has vegetable chunks in it, right? Mm-hmm. How would I have made it to my own taste? I'm a lover of spice. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a little bit of salt in it. I think I could have added a little bit of pepper, but I wanted to make it the way it was recommended. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a bad meal. Um, I had it with the. I actually liked it with the maize meal, and I tried it with a little bit of rice just in case. But I preferred it with the creaminess of the maize meal. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like eating. Instead of eating something that's cheesy, you're eating something that's nutty. Mm-hmm. And I like the slight bitterness that the kale brought to it. So I, I thought it wasn't a bad dish. I was okay with it. And again, it's 15 minutes to make. You don't need much to make it. So it was okay. Yeah, that's that's good. And, mm. you know, dear listeners, I took one for the team. You know, I do not eat peanuts. Um, but for you guys... You know, yeah, that's why you did it for the audience. For, for you the guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just for you. Um, I took a teeny weeny bit. Um, so from what I tasted, um, it wasn't bad. Um, I'm on board with Ijema in that I would have added some additional spices, maybe not just pepper, but something else, just to give it a little bit of a zing. Like what, like ginger? No, God, no. no I'm wondering where you're going with it. Like, what are there? Because I can't really picture what else. Let me see. Garlic? No, but that would kind of be like a dip thing. Mm-mm. But it felt like there was something that okay. could be there. Maybe. I think you can add some water. Yeah. So maybe I'd use like meat stock or something to do that. Oh, I see. Right. Like just something mm. to add the flavor. No you curry though. Mm, all you want. Eh? No curry. Don't say curry. You know, like meat okay. stock. Because like sometimes the, meat stock has curry. So I just wanted to make sure. You, why are you adding curry to your meat stock? For stews. You don't make. You don't have curry like you're you just boiling meat stock. Like you just add your base, your onions, some peppers, salts. Oh, that's all oh, you're adding your meat stock. Yeah, maybe it's anise. That's Ooh, it. I and like a bay leaf. Enough stock that if I boiled my rice in the stock, I can eat it like that. But unless it's a soup, I would have added something like that. So if I had like a meat stock and there was a point where you know I added liquid, but I can see why people like it. I don't do peanuts for a lot of reasons. Um, but again, for you guys. Um, but yeah, like it wasn't bad. Um, I wasn't pleasantly surprised because I had no expectations. Isn't that great? So with that, I'm going to end us in a very awkward way. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm done. Like I, On that I'm note, <laughs> here we are at the end of another episode. We're really enjoying learning about African dishes and we hope you are too, friends. We enjoy making these dishes, but I'm extra happy when we make simple ones with very few ingredients because it means anyone can try them. And it also means that cooking a dish from Africa can be simple, quick, healthy, and tasty. Because, it definitely yeah. is healthy. Yeah, yeah. That, that I give it that. It is a healthy mm-hmm. dish. We do this because we love food and we love Africa. 
But we also do this because beyond the stereotypes that you may see or hear and beyond the typically negative narratives that are out there about the continent, Africa has ingredients, dishes, people, culture, and so much more that those from outside the continent can identify with. And we are grateful for the privilege Mm. to tell you all about it. That said, thank you as always for listening and we hope you learned something new. Our next episode will take on something spicy, something special, something contentious. Dum, dum, dum. Can you guess what it is? Tell us in the comments. Bye. Thank you for listening. While the podcast airs every two weeks, we have a backlog of episodes just waiting for you to enjoy. The show is a collaboration between Tunuka Media and 234 Pantry. Africa in My Kitchen is produced by Tunuka Media and co-hosted with 234 Pantry. So while on Instagram, visit both Tunuka Media and 234 Pantry. With Tunuka Media, you'll find out about more shows produced which aren't necessarily food-related, while on 234 Pantry, you will get more food-related content. For example, Tunuka Media also produces another show called Overlooked, which I host. All the links with the relevant information to connect with us are located in the show notes. Like, subscribe, and share within your community. We'd also really love for you to give the show a high rating wherever you enjoy your podcasts.